Well, that's us coming in here where we love to say, May the good Lord be with you down every road you roam, and may sunshine and happiness follow you when you're far from home. You are listening to Robin Gunn on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for that fantastic magazine out there called the Oklahoma Senior Journal. That's what OSJ stands for. We've been doing this for 30 years, and next month we'll be doing our radio show for six years. We've had an app for seven or eight years. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal's sole purpose is to bring you information that can help you and your loved ones. And that is painted in a lot of different ways. I have an author in today that's actually lived what he wrote about. It's called The Wounded Child, A Real-Life Story of Healing and Hope. I have told him over and over and over, it's my favorite cover, and here I do a magazine. He's beat my covers. You just beat him, Ariel. (laughs) This is Ariel. Hello, Robin. Thank you so much. This is Ariel Delgado, right? You got it right. Okay. First, before I go back to the Oklahoma Senior Journal and how people can pick it up, tell me where you got the name Ariel, and it's probably given you a few hilarities throughout your life. Yes. (laughs) I've been in America for 20 years. A lot to overcome. (laughs) A a lot of counseling. No, I'm just kidding. Ariel, actually, in in Spanish, is a a male name. Is it? Okay. And Hebrew is Lion of God. So, but yes, uh-huh. I've gone through a lot, 20 years in America with the girl's name. Okay. <laughs> so like, oh, like the mermaid. You know? uh-huh, yeah, but no. I got over that already. So yeah, thank you for having me, Robin. Absolutely. I'm glad that you're here. So let me tell you a little bit about the Oklahoma Senior Journal. We've been around for 30 years. We're a hundred page resource guide for the 50 plus, their families and those that serve them. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal's sole purpose is to bring you educated informative information that helps you navigate the second half of life, which is the 50 plus. Instead of sitting on your front porch, rocking your life away, we've got so many more things that the 50 plus do in their life and with their lives. We're at 650 locations in the 405 area code. So you can go to OKSeniorJournal.com. That's OK seniorjournal.com all like it's one word and go to the distribution button and it'll tell you exactly where you can go in the 405 area code to pick up an Oklahoma Senior Journal if you want to go digital and look at it online we've been doing that for about 16-17 years just go to our website okseniorjournal.com and there's a big green bar there that says latest issue so you click on there you can zoom in zoom out download print off any of the pages in the oklahoma senior journal so now without further doodly doos you got to hear uh, that i have an author who has written a book called the wounded child a real life story of healing and hope and make sure you sign up for our e-newsletter through my website the okseniorjournal.com you can see a picture of his cover i'm telling you it's my favorite cover it's actually a picture of half of his face as a man now and the other half of him as when he was a little boy you said you were about six i was about four years old. four years old okay yes really cool ariel has a lot to tell us but let me first tell you a little bit about him ariel delgado 
You got it right. Which also can mean slim or, or skinny. skinny. <laughs> In Spanish, yes. <laughs> okay. So you are of, tell me where you are, you're originally from. Uruguay. Uruguay, which is in South, South America. America. All the way down. All the way down. The last country between Argentina and Brazil. Okay. But you've been here, you said. About 20 years. About 20 now. Okay. You're currently based in Oklahoma. And you've been in Oklahoma. Since 2011. Beautiful. Ariel Delgado is a corporate chaplain, speaker, author, and consultant, and a family man. He is a husband to Viviana. Viviana. You got Viviana, it. okay. And a father to Angelina. Say the next name. Angelina, Juliana, Gabriela, Gabriela. and now Mattel. Mattel. And how old is Mattel? Mattel is about, what, 30 days old? <laughs> So four weeks. Yeah, he was born about four oh, weeks ago. so awesome. I saw his picture, Living Doll. Ariel's passion through the years has been the development of leaders in different industries in the USA. Nothing in his life has equaled his passion for God and Jesus Christ and being able to help restore families. Wow. His vision is to be able to bring a message of family restoration. Hallelujah. I just want to play the hallelujah course behind us now to restoration to every corner of the world for families. Families are probably one of the biggest things that are attacked. Yes. And the first thing that breaks down our nation. So this is a very amazing mission you're on. And you have a lot to tell us about your personal walk in bringing yourself to this place where you wrote this book. And so we probably need to take our first break. We're wrapping it up, as as my producer likes to say. So we will be back here more with Ariel Degato, who has written The Wounded Child, A Real-Life Story of Healing and Hope, here on The Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. On the Eagle, 96.9 FM. Hi, this is Jeff with Synergy Home Care. Are you seeing constant changes with your seniors from housework not getting done, medications not being taken, or even consistent falls with limited supervision for your mom, dad, or even grandma? The effects of your aging loved ones can no longer be ignored. Don't worry. Synergy Home Care is definitely here to help. We offer services from hourly care to around-the-clock compassionate care. We can help with meal preparation, escort to appointments, medication, reminders, and much, much more. Call Synergy Energy Home Care now at 405-254-3046 for a free in-home assessment. Our RN will customize a care plan specific for your loved one's care to give you the peace of mind that they are getting the care they need. Call Synergy Home Care today at 405-254-3046. Again, that's 405-254-3046. Synergy Home Care. Hey, Dennis, with Smooth Finish Roofing and Construction. Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, Robin, first off, congratulations on 28 years with the Oklahoma Senior Journal. How many years have you been in business? 33 years. <laughs> smooth Finish Roofing and Construction in 1987 is when I began, and I was a painter, and I became a painting contractor, and then I worked for insurance companies and did insurance restoration. And that's how we got into the roofing, which is storm damage restoration. You also do guttering, siding, and painting. Well, guttering, siding, windows, garage door, fence... 
everything that a storm would damage. And we're licensed with the city of Oklahoma City as a general contractor. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. So tell me about what this giveaway is. The first 10 people who are homeowners and do not have a brand new roof, we're going to enter them into a drawing for $200 Visa gift card. Woohoo! Call Dennis at 405-923-5127. What's that number again, Dennis? 405-923-5127. We're licensed with the State of Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. Our license number is 8000242. Today, in this ever-changing world of insurance, we at MCM know that understanding health coverage can be overwhelming and confusing. Our goal is to help you navigate the world of Medicare to get the coverage you need and deserve. What sets our team apart is the fact that we put our hearts into helping our clients find the plans that best fit their individual needs. In our office, we provide a Medicare store where our clients are able to access and compare each company and their plan benefits. Call 405-842-0494 today to schedule an in-person appointment, or you can visit our website at mcmmedicare.com. Again, it's 405-842-0494 and our website, mcm, spell out medicare.com. You can also find us on Facebook under MCM Insurance, and you can always stop by our office at 2232 West Hefner Road, Suite A. We're right by the post office. Navigating through Medicare. Villages OKC is a plan for aging that connects a community. Our word for today is gift. G-I-F-T. Hello, this is Marilyn Olson, Executive Director. Having birthdays and growing older is a celebration, and life is the most wonderful gift. To make aging even more successful, Villages OKC offers a gift workshop for you and your parent, or you and your sister, or you and your spouse, or just do it for yourself. In the workshop, in a small group setting, we talk through difficult questions. We learn about options. We write solutions for the what-ifs in the future. All of my own decisions are written in one easily updated notebook. The word for today is gift. You can find out more by calling 405-990-6637 or online at villagesokc.org. Villages OKC, where you can find a most valuable gift. talking and my producer kept pointing at me robin go on now go go okay i'm robin gunn you're listening to us on the rise and thrive osj radio hour which what does osj stand for ariel oklahoma senior journal that is it did i pronounce it right yeah you did everything great Pass the test. You wanted to say senior. Senior, yes, that's it. (laughs) I can pronounce that right. (laughs) All right, then. So, Ariel Degato is a founder and CEO of Building Lives, is the name of his corporation and what he does. We're going to be talking about in the show today. He's also an author. He's written The Wounded Child, A Real Life Story of Healing and Hope. And where can people pick up? Uh, your new book. 
in Amazon, Robin. Okay. We have it in English, Spanish, and Portuguese. So, oh, wow. Yes, they can go to Amazon and purchase okay. the book. You can put in Ariel Delgado or The Wounded Child. That is correct. Okay, beautiful. And uh, if you, we're going to give out Ariel's number more here in the show, but if you ever needed to get a hold of him, it's he's kindly giving out his cell phone. It's 303 263 6043. That's 303-263-6043. Here's a question that I am anxious to listen to the answer for. You think about climbing a ladder. What does that mean to you and how can that relate to our audience? Thank you, Robin. Uh So think about climbing a ladder. Have you done that before? I've I've climbed a ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Think about climbing a ladder and you're way up there, right? Yeah. And then you turn around and look down. Mm -hmm. Now think about falling back. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. (laughs) Yes. That's why a while back I made a decision. If I am going to fall, I am going to fall forward. Forward. Never fall back. Never. So fall forward for me is, is... it's key to fall forward and learn from it. And we're mm-hmm. going to shit. We're going to talk about some things that I went through. But to me, uh, the question that I asked, what's more important? How many times you fail or how many times you get up and keep fighting? There you go. Right? Exactly right. I agree 100%. So we don't need to be afraid to fail. Correct? No. no. So why is that <clears throat> such a big misnomer in our brains that we're afraid to fail when it's actually something that teaches us something that is correct yeah i tell people all the time do not be afraid to fail Uh there's a caveat there professionally okay tell all you want get fired from a job change careers whatever you want to do professionally Mm -hmm. with your family be Mm -hmm. careful especially the young Mm -hmm. people listening out there yeah sometimes you only have one chance Mm -hmm. and that's all you need for your family i'm talking about getting married with your kids Mm -hmm. with your spouse professionally yes feel big as many times as you want you will have second (laughs) chances yes but with your family sometimes you won't right so be careful so what do you say about that on families that are estranged right now and have maybe some uh, misunderstandings and even bitterness and things that probably need clarity that haven't been clarified what what can you do in restoration of a family Mm. i know that's a heavy one no and (laughs) let me tell you robin if i'm here it's because of a it's a miracle wow i was gone I was, I was i didn't want to live anymore and god mm-hmm. rescued me speaking about broken families i come up from a broken family broken mm. like the song beyond repair wow and we were able to figure things out and i made the decision a few years back to live my life with zero unforgiveness wow unforgiveness will mm-hmm. eat you yes alive it will um and I grew up in a in a culture where, as a man, you have to be macho. You have to. Mm-hmm. You don't ask for help. You don't cry. Mm-hmm. And uh, something else that we learn at home is we don't confront anybody. Right. We don't. We, yeah. we always talk. Isn't about, that Shh, weird? Don't say. Shh, don't say anything. People Why are gonna find that? that. That's just something that was passed <laughs> Some kind down. Of a cultural. Yes. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. And a few years ago, we started breaking. With our family, and today we're not there yet. There's a lot of a lot of wounds from the past, you know. But uh, we can be upfront. 
up front with each other and God. right now we're going through some struggles as a family like mm-hmm. everybody right mm-hmm. absolutely um, but we made the decision to forgive each other right away it's wow. tough yeah believe me robin you know this it's very yes. difficult it because is. when someone hurts you uh, what do you want to do you want to retaliate right? right that's what you flies and you're like family. how could you even think that about me or right you know what what would cause you to think that that was anything that would even be related to who I am. So when someone absolutely jumps over your character and acts like it's not even there, mm-hmm. you want to roll up in a ball right. and almost just not function. Right. And don't get me wrong. Boundaries are good. Yes, absolutely. We have to have boundaries. Have okay. To, yes. Not walls. Right. But boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. Right. But what worked for me throughout the years is was first heal my heart. Very good. We all are wounded from my childhood. Mm-hmm. All are. All are. Different mm-hmm. wounds, right? <laughs> yeah. But there if, isn't a soul out there listening yes. right now that hasn't been wounded as a child. Yes. If you don't heal your wounds, those wounds will dictate your life. Mm-hmm. They will tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Like a puppet. That's it. Yes. And you got the puppet master of wounds handling you. You've named out these six different falls, unless there's something else you want to tell me about the book. It was about five years ago. I was flying from Bogota, Colombia to Dallas, Texas, and, hmm. and it was I was flying back with a heavy heart. We and you com- were alone? Yes. Okay. We completed, I think, in th- during that trip, about 15 workshops for families. Wow. And and I shared my testimony in, in all, all those workshops, and I... I get a ton of people come to me and, and ask for help, and I was overwhelmed. Wow. So I remember I was praying during that flight, and I heard for the first time in my life, you have to write a book. And I, mm. I just didn't even... That just, was the furthest thing from your imagination. Yes. because yes. You know why? Because I only did six years of school total back oh, home. Wow. So I started working when I was 10. I quit going to school, and I started working because yeah. it, it was time to support my family, my mom. I was a kid, yeah. so when I heard that the first time, I was like, I'm not writing the yeah. book. But then six months later... So I've heard that wrong. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God, really? So six months later, a friend of mine came to me and goes, Ariel, I, I had a dream last night. You have to write a book. Your testimony is very powerful. Wow. And Somebody th- just came to you and said Yes. That. Okay. And then uh, the... CEO and founder of uh, Cedar Gate Publishing mm. called me up after that and said, Ariel, I think you have to write a book. Come and see us. <laughs> and that was the first time that I thought about the book. But the purpose of the book, there's two clear purpose. I want to okay. bring hope. Okay. Because Beautiful. I didn't see the light. God was not done with me, but I was done. Yeah. And then legacy. Okay. I am my f- first generation Christian. Oh, okay. First generation that believes in God. Wow. And honestly, Robin, 300 years down the road, I want my great, great, grandkids, grandkids yeah. reading my book and knowing exactly who I was. I wasn't mm. a perfect man, but when God got a hold of my heart, right. I changed. Wow. And I want them to see that. And I, I want the book to be a roadmap, a GPS for them so That's they don't make great. as many mistakes as I did. You know? There you go. So. Absolutely. And that they have that beautiful word, hope. You know, because we all are going to fail as human beings mm-hmm. yes. and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to hurt other people. And, you know, we want to have our chance to be able to go, you know, this guy did it. Mm-hmm. This guy got through it. This person did this. I mean, that's why testimonials and books biography type books are so powerful because it gives the other person hope. Mm-hmm. 
That is correct. Mm-hmm. So we're having church for a second. When we come back, we're going to hit these six different numbers. They're called fall. So fall number six, fall number five. Ariel's going to go into some deeper answers here when we come back on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal, here on the Eagle, our new FM station, 96.9. And the name of the book, please get it through Amazon, is The Wounded Child, A Real-Life Story of Healing and Hope. We'll be right back with some more Ariel. Say your name. Delgado. (laughs) I can say even better, Ariel Delgado. If you can pronounce that, you get a free copy of the book. <laughs> I love it. Yay. All right. This is Robin Gunn coming back in here with a super interesting show with uh, how can you pronounce your name where somebody can get a free book? Ariel. Ariel. Delgado. Delgado. Ariel. You almost Delgado. got it. Okay. You almost got it. You get I like to roll the tongue. <laughs> That's good. So his book is The Wounded Child, A Real-Life Story of Healing and Hope. He also has, he's the founder and CEO of Building Lives. You can actually go to building-lives.com. That's his website, building-lives, with an S on the end of lives.com. You can also reach him at 303 263-6043. He has an office number that is the 405-724-0309 extension 101. That's 405-724-0309 extension 101. He's an author, chaplain, and speaker. So he is a speaker for hire. He's very dynamic. He's also funny. He can speak how many languages? About two <laughs> and a half. <laughs> two and a half. So yes. you've got American or English. I'm, trying, I'm still trying to learn English, you know. Spanish for sure. sure. And then I I can get around with Portuguese. Okay. Yeah, cool. I can order some beers in Portuguese and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> Love it. you got to always be able to order any type of uh, food consumption in a country. So you talk about different falls in your book. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about fall number six. People love stories. Yes. So today I want to share the six biggest (laughs) fails of my life, but not just that, what I did to get up and keep fighting. Gotcha. And and you're going to see throughout the the story, there's something that is key in all the times that I failed to get up. So let me tell you how I came to America. I want to take you back in time 20 years ago. Okay. So I was in Uruguay. Again, I grew up in a very poor family. Mm. Uruguay, let me just give a little bit of an idea what it is. It's Mm. between Argentina and Brazil, all the way down in South America, about 11 and a half hours in a plane from Dallas. So Uh. a long flight. But um, I grew up on a farm in... um, when I was about 24 years old, my father has left the house, So, and I have twin brothers and my sister. My okay. sister is nine months older than me. Oh, nine months. wow. Feel bad for my mom. That's a <laughs> yes. But, I mean, that's called Irish tr- twins, but yes. I've never heard it that close. Yeah, we're, yeah, we have the same age for about three or four months. Yeah. So, so when my father <laughs> left, it was time to... <laughs> Yes, nine months. Wow, brutal. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, I thought but. my brother and I are ten and a half months apart, so wow. I thought, wow, so you've got us beat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, your poor dear mother. 
I started, I started thinking about the idea of moving somewhere. I was dating someone at the time. She mm. moved before me to Georgia. And okay. I was like, well, I just, I'm going to follow her. So, mm. But 30 days prior to my trip, we broke up. Oh. I was young, stupid. Yeah. And we broke up. <laughs> and the country was in really bad shape. Mm. Economically, it was bad. So I only had the, the money to purchase the flight. Okay. But when we broke up, I was like, what do I do? So I changed my ticket to go to New York. Huh. But I didn't have a place to stay. So I, at the moment when I changed my flight, I was like, I know I have a cousin that has a friend in New York, uh-huh. so I can give him a call. I have 30 days. Yeah. So, but... uh the day, brave of you. Yes. The day before my trip, I canceled my trip because I didn't day have any money. Before. I woke up the day of my trip. I woke up and I talked to my best friend. And he goes, Eric, you can't stay here. This is bad. It's going to get worse. He goes, I have $50. Take it. So I remember I called one of my family members. I was about an hour and a half from Montevideo, which is the capital, and the airport. And I was like, can you take me to the airport? He goes, uh-huh. I thought you were not leaving. I was like, I am. <laughs> so he goes, How my, the brakes on my truck are not working. I was like, I don't care. Just take me. I have to get on that plane. So care, he took Ariel. me. That's how desperate this is I was. A movie. Yes. That's how desperate I was. I was desperate. It was the worst thing for me. It was to stay back home because uh-huh. I couldn't support my family. It was either that or... Uh, we were not eating right. for the next week. Yeah. So, well, he took me to the first traffic light. I called another friend, and I was like, hey, can you pick me up? He goes, hey, my truck is full of vegetables, <laughs> but I can pick you up and take you to the airport. <laughs> Finally, I made it to the airport. <laughs> and people listening out there, they may think that I'm crazy. And I am, <laughs> but I made it. So from the airport, from a public phone, I called my cousin. And I was like, hey, can you help me with your friend in New York? He goes, yeah, give me a couple weeks. I was like, I don't have a couple weeks. I'm landing at, at the Kennedy Airport in New York tomorrow. He goes, you're crazy. I was like, yes, I am, but can you help me? So I boarded the plane in Ur- the plane in Uruguay, uh-huh. not knowing what I was sleeping the next day. That's, That's how desperate crazy. I was. So finally, when I on my first layover in São Paulo, Brazil, uh-huh. I, I finally talked to my cousin. He goes, hey, I'm trying to get a, a hold of my friend. Uh-huh. Before I boarded the plane from São Paulo to New York, I was able to talk to this guy in New mm. York. He goes, hey, I can't go get you. I'm in Beacon, New York, two and a half hours mm. from Manhattan. Here's the address. Get here and get young. there. <laughs> so that was a relief for me. Okay. So, uh, next day, I went to security, and they asked me how much money you have, and mm-hmm. I was coming as a visitor. Mm-hmm. So they stamped my passport, and they said, hey, have a great vacation. I was like, perfect. <laughs> so, But I still, no English, uh, no money. Wow. I got out of the airport. I took a taxi from Kennedy Airport to Central Station, to train station. They charged me $45. I was just going to ask, and I had to eat up all your 50 bucks. $45. <laughs> I, I walk into the, the train station in Manhattan with $5. So no English. I wasn't, you know, I just went to a police officer and he took me to a police officer from Puerto Rico uh, and he bought me the ticket to get to my friend's house. That's it. That's how I made it to New York. That's Next day incredible. I was working as a dishwasher making $5 an hour and that is how my journey started. You know what? But the thing is, I had a gold in mind. Yes. You guys heard this this term, have the end in mind. Yeah. Yes, I had a gold in mind. You know what my goal was? To feed my family, my yeah. mom and my brothers, mm-hmm. and it was either you get on that plane, make it to New York, or you won't eat the next next week. So you were driven. I was, for that. yeah. I was scared. Scared, yes. of course. But that was my goal. That but was that, number one. That's very good. Yes, and then um, so that was also around February. So keep in mind, February is not a good month yeah. for me. And I was born in February, so I'm in trouble. You know. <laughs> so now February 2016. After fast forward. Being in America for a long time, uh, working as a dishwasher for a while, moved to Colorado, got married, 
two daughters. Hmm. Uh, one day I walk into uh, the restaurant in a chain Chipotle in Colorado. Ah. They hire me as a, as a crew member, as a cook. Okay. And a little bit later, uh, I realized that that was the company that I was looking for. I, was, I had three jobs at the time, but I quit my other two jobs mm. and I stayed at Chipotle. Mm. So they sent me to school. They told me how ah. good I was. They believed in me. Three years later, I was an area manager. I was overseeing a few restaurants in Colorado. So uh-huh. my boss came to me and goes, Ariel, can you move to Oklahoma? Hmm. I was like, sure. So uh-huh. they moved me to Oklahoma to oversee Kansas and Oklahoma. Okay. So when I left Chipotle in 2016, I was making about $200,000. <gasps> Wow. But and you had 50 bucks in Yes. Your- <laughs> this is the best country in the world. I know people listen know this, but this is yes. the best country in the world. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Amen. So, but after accomplishing the American dream, I was facing a divorce. Mm. From 30,000 feet, perfect life. Yeah. Three houses, boat, jet ski, wow. everything that you can imagine. Great salary, but I was broken inside. And I was mm. doing things that I wasn't supposed to. Gotcha. I was being unfaithful. Mm. God was not in my life. So 2016, I was a wreck. Yeah. I ended up uh, February 5th, to be exact. I ended up in a mental hospital. Cedar Ridge, <sighs> Oklahoma City. I know it, yes. Because I couldn't live any. I couldn't. I didn't want to live anymore. I was done. Because you were losing everything. Yes. But you know what? The problem was in my heart. Yeah. There was a hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. Even through the divorce, you know what? I I, was, I, I came to Christ during the, the all those struggles in my life. And my goal was to get my family back and to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. If you follow the story, following the story, I always had something to fight for. Gotcha. Fall forward. Fall forward. Never fall back. Back. Okay, give me a little bit more. We got about two minutes in the segment. So February sixth of two thousand sixteen, I was in that hospital for about twenty four hours, and I couldn't take the pain anymore. I couldn't. Uh, Just the emotional and mental yes. pain. Okay, and all the the brokenness from my childhood uh, and the things that I did. Mm-hmm, I was yes. addicted to a few things: mm. alcohol, pornography, and I couldn't take the pain anymore. So I remember I got I got off the bed and I got on my knees that February sixth of two thousand sixteen at ten thirty p.m. and and believe me, I. I I didn't believe in God. I grew up in a, some Catholic culture, but we yeah. never did anything with it. Right. So, but I remember I got I got off the bed and I was just I couldn't take the pain anymore. I started screaming at God and calling him name him names. Yeah, I think he just got tired of listening <laughs> to me and he goes, "Hey, I'm here." You know. So, but I remember You've got my attention. Yes. Uh, I, th- I know the question that I was asking him. Are you real? Show it to me. Uh, and believe me, at 1030, I felt that someone reached into my chest and took uh, my dirty, poisoned heart out and gave me a new heart. And I heard a voice. Everything's going to be okay. But I was in a mental hospital. So I was like, I'm crazy, right? I'm going crazy. But now I was not crazy. God spoke to me in a mental hospital. If you're listening out there uh-huh. and you're done, you're about to be done. Don't yeah. do that. There's always hope. That's right. Oh, Ariel. Okay. I've got chills just going up and down me. But we have to take another break, but we'll be right back, and Ariel will get right back in these points that he wants to make before we go off air. Uh, this is Robin Gunn. You're listening to us on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal. And you're listening to us on the new Eagle, 96.9 FM. As the premier provider of in-home senior care, our mission is to ensure a better quality of life for our clients and their families by providing dependable and affordable care. You want the very best to help your loved ones, someone you can trust. At Senior Helpers, our caregivers are not just certified in Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's care, 
but they can also help with light therapeutic exercise, home safety and fall prevention, transportation assistance, medication management, and even the simple things like fresh meal prep and personal care and companionship. Of course, each has also passed a thorough background check. That is, senior care, only better. Senior Helpers is not just one of the best-known in-home care providers. We are also an industry leader in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia care. Give Lori or Tamara a call at Senior Helpers right here in Oklahoma City at 405-608-4339. There is little in the world that is harder than being an Alzheimer's caregiver. We have over 100,000 of those remarkable caregivers right here in Oklahoma. Think about the stress of watching this monster take little pieces of your loved one day after day, week after week, year after year. That family caregiver becomes a victim of Alzheimer's as well. Dr. Jermaine Odenheimer has a dream for those caregivers and their loved ones. A memory garden located at Will Rogers Gardens at 36th Street and Hefner Parkway. This 7,000 square foot oasis offers a peaceful respite from the daily grind and stress of being an Alzheimer's caregiver. With benches, raised flower beds, accessible by wheelchair, also partially shaded, and will include a misting system for comfort during the heat of the summer. It is the gift to those who are on their Alzheimer's journey. Please take every opportunity to enjoy this respite. All donations are still being accepted monthly, weekly, even daily. For more information, visit friendsofwillrogersgarden.com or like us on Facebook. Friends of Will Rogers Garden. When you're considering a move to a retirement community for yourself or a loved one, you want to find a community that cares. Bellagio Senior Living offers great services at convenient locations in Edmond and Oklahoma City with caring staff and great residents. Some of our families and residents say, this place has everything we needed. The administration is so caring. The neighbors we met were just delightful. Bellagio of Bradford Village is an independent and assisted living community located near Danforth and Boulevard in Edmond. A two-time recipient of the Pinnacle Customer Experience Award, Bellagio of Bradford Village provides outstanding services and care to seniors in our area. Bellagio of Oklahoma City offers assisted living and memory care services conveniently located at Portland and Memorial. For more information, visit VillagioLiving.com or call 405-697-0890. 405-697-0890. Well, hello there. This is Robin Gunn, the publisher and editor of the Oklahoma Senior Journal Magazine and on-air host with The Eagle coming to you every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We're so proud to be able to bring you these programs, but there's something else we're very proud about. We added an app. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal now has an app you can put right on your smartphone. And let me tell you how to do that because it's easy. All you need to do is pull up your phone exactly like you're going to send a text. And in that two line where you would normally put someone's name or phone number, you put these numbers, 95577. That's 95577. And it'll automatically separate and put a dash in there. And that's okay. And then down in the message part of your text, type this. All like it's one word, 50PLUS, 50PLUS, 50 plus. Then hit the send button and you'll automatically get a link that will allow you to download the Oklahoma Senior Journal right on your phone. Now, how great is
is that. You'll be able to listen to all these radio shows. We have a find your car, like if you park your car in a location, it'll put a pin in it. It'll walk you back to your car. All of the Oklahoma Senior Journal issues are on there, videos, and a myriad of other 15 options that are available on the app. So please download the Oklahoma Senior Journal app today. Have you found yourself in need of help when it comes to addictions? You're trying to deal with all of the dynamics that comes along with it, and you've run into one dilemma. You don't have the finances. We're here to help RefinedSilver.org, a nonprofit that helps those in need of resources. The only string that's attached, everybody has skin in the game. So we're here to help you invest in yourself, and we think that that's really important. We have worked out with numerous vendors to get you the help. Come to us and tell us which vendor that you want to use, the therapist, sober living facility, treatment center, and we'll do everything that we can to help. If you're one who has been blessed to be a blessing, help donate to Refined Silver. We have no employees. We don't have an office. We have a website. Nearly 100% of the money that you would give will go to those in need. Find us at refinedsilver.org. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Refined Silver. We tweet Refined Silver OK. Send an email Refined Silver OK. OKC at gmail.com. This is Robin Gunn on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour. I'm just going to let Ariel, who is an author, chaplain, and speaker, just take it away with Mm. what else we're talking about on these different fall forwards. Thank you, Robin. I was in that mental hospital for five days. Okay. I didn't take any medicine. Uh, the doctor in the hospital believed me that I wasn't crazy. Mm. After five days, I left. I had a mess outside of the hospital. But you know what? That was the first time in my life that I saw the light. There was hope mm. because I came to Christ yes, in the hospital. Yes, you have Went that. straight to Life Church, uh. started my journey. It was amazing, but I had a long road in front of me with mm-hmm. my family. And sure. I fought and fought for that. But that's a different story. But mm-hmm. honestly, I thought that that hospital was bottom for me. But I didn't know that there was another bottom after that. Wow. <laughs> We're about to get to that. Okay. So, left the hospital February of 2017 now. You see the, you see a pattern here, right? February mm-hmm. is not a good month for me. Yeah, I came here in I February, say. first fall in February, and now in February of 2017, I lost my job. I couldn't even get out of bed. I was so emotionally devastated because Crushed. going through a divorce, healing my wounds, mm-hmm. I had Christ in my heart. Right. But if... I thought, and maybe it's because I was new in my faith, I thought that you, you come to Christ and everything and gets fixed, it's right? Just I was like, yeah. I remember I was on my knees asking you, really, God, I just gave you my heart and you gave me all this? I didn't realize that I was paying the consequences of uh, my actions. Your actions, yeah. So 2017, I couldn't lead anybody. I was leading 200 people. I ended up losing my job. I went from 200000 to 25000 supporting two houses, going through a divorce. Mm. So I remember... February again, a year later, 2018, <laughs> after having it all, mm-hmm. quotes, right? Having right, it all. Having it all. I found myself sleeping in my truck wow. at the parking lot at the Walmart on Danforth and Kelly in Edmond because mm-hmm. I lost it all. I remember even my dog. I remember I went into Walmart that morning. It was a cold morning. I slept on my truck, went into Walmart to do my routine because that was my, mm-hmm. you know, my house, I guess, for, for a minute. <laughs> so came back with the coffee and I just, when I got in the truck, I felt this sense of, uh, you know, brokenness again. And I remember I started praying and I remember God asked me a profound question that day that changed my life. I was like, God help me. And God asked Mm. me, Ariel, look around. What do you see? My answer was nothing. (laughs) And then he goes, am I enough? Oh, am I enough? Okay. 
Because until that day, I was still struggling with pride, mm. surrendering to God. Mm. And since that day, He broke me and He took everything away from me. It mm. was the right thing to do. And from that day, He started lifting me up. Mm. It's still a long journey. Sure. But there was something that I needed to heal in my heart. There was something big in my heart mm. from the past. And I want to take you back in time. Mm. To be exact, 1989. In 1989, I experienced the deepest wound. Wow. And I can relate everything that I just shared with you guys yeah. and a lot more because there's a lot more to the story. <laughs> yeah. I can relate that back to 1989, to that wound mm. I had. Okay. I remember when I was uh, 11, uh, like I said before, I quit going to school at 10 mm-hmm. because I needed to support my mom and my dad, help them support. Mm-hmm. So I started working out on the field, picking up potatoes and all the, the farm stuff. Sure. In my mind, I thought that I was a man, mm. but I was a kid. Yeah. So when you go out there and work out on the field with strangers and adults, you expose yourself, sure. especially if nobody's protecting you. So, mm-hmm. But I didn't, saw that. I didn't see that. So I remember during that year, I experienced something that it changed my life. I was sexually abused by another mm-hmm. man. But you you know what? I didn't share that with anybody until no. 2016 because I grew up in a culture that to be a man, you don't cry. You don't uh. ask for help. Imagine me sharing that, Robin. Yeah. It wasn't possible. No way. So what I did, I just hide it. Yeah. But that wound got infected. Started mm-hmm. taking over my heart, my mind, my body. I became, shortly after that, I, I started going out, drinking. Mm-hmm. Then I became addicted to porn, which is, that's another subject. Mm-hmm. That if someone is interested in hearing about pornography, which mm-hmm. is destroying our families today. Yes, it is. I don't want to get off here, Robin, but pornography want to target our kids when they are eight years yes. old. Yes, yes. I know. So I went through that. I was addicted to that for 20 years. But what I'm realizing now is that that wound really took over me. And I hide it for a long time, but sure. it was there. That wound dictated my and, life. Yes. Yeah, and shame. And you yeah, had that, that yes, of shame. guilt. But you know what? Yeah. I just pushed forward. Yeah. That's what I did. It, even, even at that age, that was a huge wound for me, but I decided to push forward and heal from it. I didn't know how. I didn't have right. any idea how. So, But because of that... When I became a teenager, I started, you know, self-medicating with sure. alcohol, following yeah, the steps of my dad. That would be very dad. standard to right, do. Right, yeah. right, <laughs> So, but you know what I realized today, Robin? The, I needed to go back and rescue that boy. Mm-hmm. 2016, that was the first time in my life that I asked for help. Mm. And I started realizing the next two years after that is that that boy, that 11-year-old mm. boy, it was in prison mm-hmm. he was captured i needed to rescue him mm-hmm. and that's what i did i went back and healed my heart and let that boy free ah. and because of that i am here today people say really <laughs> yes i'm yes. glad that i went through it i didn't want to go through it at the time no. but because of that robin mm-hmm. i'm here today and because of that i wrote the book and yes. because of that i'm a new show yes <laughs> I love it. If you're a man and you're out there, you listen to me, you're out there and you listen to me, don't believe that lie that you don't need help. Right. We all need help. Amen. Yes. That's exactly right. And now that I'm doing this for a living through the chaplaincy, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more stories. So when you say chaplaincy, what does that mean that um, big corporations can hire you as their chaplain? We bring resources. You know, when you have employees, you expect them to do their best, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But when you have a crisis at home, when you have a personal crisis like mine, mm-hmm. you can't be 100%. Right. You're There's not no going to be. So that's why we go in with resources. Mm. We have resources like my book. We have resources for couples. We have resources, financial resources mm. as well. Um, so it's basically, life happens at work. 
So it we want we want to support those employees. That's good. And statistics shows that when the employee is healthy and has less problems at home, guess what? They're right. more productive. That's right. Exactly. So we bring resources into the corporation. And people ask me, oh, chaplain, okay, you bring God <laughs> into the corporations? You know what? That's not yeah. what our main goal. We don't talk about God until they talk about God. We want to mm. help you through life. There you, you know? go. Because everybody do. needs help, like you yes. said. Heather. Even talking, talking to someone. Okay. So we're going to take our final break. Uh, this is our shortest break. We'll only be gone uh, less than a minute. But we'll be back, and Ariel will wrap everything up for us, and we'll make sure you know how to get a hold of him here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for... Oklahoma Senior Journal. Here on almost the, got it. Yeah, <laughs> couple more radio shows that I got it on the Eagle ninety six nine FM. We'll be right back. Yes, Robin Gunn coming back in here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for that fantastic magazine out there called the Oklahoma Senior Journal. For the last 30 years, we have had Ariel Delgato is a author, chaplain, and speaker. He's a corporate chaplain. Ariel, how would somebody, what do you speak on? Motivational. Motivational. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. I was at OVU not too long ago speaking mm. to students and um, I have another one coming up. So yeah, I'll be happy to. Yeah. You are totally for hire for that. To or bring hope. To bring hope. Yes. There you go. Healing and hope. Mm-hmm. The book again is The Wounded Child, A Real Life Story of Healing and Hope. And you can get that through Amazon. How would you like to wrap this show up? So thinking about everybody's wounded out there, mm-hmm. different wounds, even though I felt responsible and I feel guilt for my wound, the one that I experienced at 11 years old, Yes, it wasn't my fault. Right. No but, way. <laughs> however, I'm responsible what to do with it. Yes. To right? heal from it. Yes. And, not, and one of the things that I see a lot, and, and I'm not here to judge, mm-hmm. but is we tend to blame people when we're sure. wounded. Sure. And and I, as soon as I got I got off that the blame game, I started healing. You can't control what happened to you, but you right. can control what you're going to do to overcome exactly. those. And every fall will leave you a wound. Wow. What do you do with that wound? You heal it. Mm-hmm. You hide it like I did. And because of because I really I hit it all my life. I got addicted to a few things. I mm-hmm. hurt some people. Mm-hmm. I lost some people mm-hmm. as well. Right, um, because so, you did it. Yes. If you're out there listening to me, reach out for help. Do not underestimate the power of sharing your wounds with someone that you can trust for sure. You know Exactly. Gonna, but share and ask for help. That's Don't believe great. that lie. That's awesome. Anything else? We got a couple of minutes. Buy the book. Okay. All right. We got this book. It's called The Wounded Child, A Real-Life Story of Healing and Hope by Ariel Delgato. You've just heard this fantastic story, but again, he's just hitting high points. So the book goes into so much more detail. He is the founder and CEO of Building Lives. So that's building-lives.com. Ariel, what's your email? It's Ariel at building dash lives.com okay so ariel is spelled a-r-i-e-l correct building dash lives.com what's your office number the office number is 405-724-0309 extension 101 or my cell phone number mm-hmm. is 303-263-6043 okay. 303- Two six three six zero four three. Will you give the office number one more time? Sure. Four zero five seven two four 
0309 extension 101. Beautiful. Or 101. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I have enjoyed having you on the show. I want to definitely have you back. And anybody that out there that are corporate, that own businesses, this is a man you need to be talking to. He's so non-judgmental. There's not a judgmental bone in his body. Also, he's a fantastic speaker. And then again, his book author that he is over the wounded child this is his his personal life story i'll just see you next week and thank you so much for listening to 96.9 the eagle fm with robin gunn the rise and thrive osj radio hour you can listen to this show anytime on our app you can also listen to the show anytime on our website at okseniorjournal.com thank you again we'll see you next week